1: What's up guys? Tell Charles and Megan Murray here. And you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in Partnership with SB Nation. As always, hello.
2: Happy Friday, everybody. The uh, the birds are chirping. All is right with the world because we're together in person. So enjoy.
1: We are together in paradise. <laughs> and by paradise, we mean
2: My house that my dogs threw up all over. I was no gonna worry.
1: say, I was gonna <laughs> say Puke City, but I wasn't sure if I was gonna out the dog. Puke
2: City, USA. No out them. they vomit everywhere what is an area rug but not a landing spot for vomit
1: they really have been doing the most in the worst way
2: today (laughs) and luckily Kelsey is a good sport and understands because they just decided to unload as soon as she came to town (laughs)
1: they were like oh you're here here's a present for you and I'm like I can't tell if you miss me or not (laughs) unclear at the moment
2: they just felt so comfortable with you know releasing the Kraken
1: (laughs) Release. that's one way of putting it (laughs) there's many Krakens have been released um so there's that but I don't have a really good transition into OTA so we're gonna jump in (laughs) here we go Mm -hmm. speaking of being released (laughs) um no I obviously the Dallas Cowboys had OTAs this week and we're coming off of league meetings uh recently as well so a lot of things still going on and um, amongst the Krakens that are crackling around in the background of this said podcast today, they've decided to, again, just reemerge. I, to-
2: I told you, as soon as I- we start speaking, they unleash.
1: They really do. Like They're like,
2: oh, you're talking. That means we should like do all of the things. I'm
1: going to roll around and start shaking. Aren't you, Josie? <laughs> Anyways, um, so uh, my favorite thing coming out of OTAs thus far has um, been Mike McCarthy's comments I mean they talk a lot about him uh scaling back Otas and I know you He's mentioned so that
2: sassy. he
1: really is a funny dude <laughs> and he was like um well I'm just you know it's basically you trying not to get fined uh because obviously he dealt with some fines in previous years for going a little bit um extra credit toe above and beyond. Is that what we can say?
2: Yeah, like the way he answered it, I was like, this isn't really a you thing. It's definitely like your wife was like, are you kidding me?
1: Yeah, (laughs) which is so funny. His wife's name is Jess. And like, she's an angel of a human being from my, you know, couple experiences that I've had with her. And I'm just laughing because I can just totally see her being like, I love you, but I will murder you if you keep getting all of these fines i need to
2: know what the fine is i feel like we do know i just like couldn't find it like mentioned but like he had it what 2021 and 2022 he had uh he got fined because they did like 11 on 11s and they were like more physical than they're supposed to be in an off-season program
1: oh fifty thousand (laughs) dollars in 2021 and then $100,000, $100,000, point do I do?
2: I'd be yeah. pissed. See, that's the thing. She's like, look, we're trying to put these kids through college. And, like, if you ever want to get a boat that even, like, oh, looks okay next to the Bravo Eugenia, like, maybe we need to get our stuff together. And they have,
1: like, a thousand children. Like, I... I know,
2: how many kids do they have?
1: I think it was, like, four. And like, then... Yeah,
2: four feels right.
1: Something like that. Because I... They all came and shopped for boots with me one night last fall. Nice. And... They were like really lovely and amazing, but then I was like, "There's a lot of you. How many are yours?" And I feel <laughs> like it was four. Yeah, I could also. I mean, I have the memory of a wombat. Assuming wombats have bad memory, so I could be completely saying that wrong. And he could have like two. And I'm just over here like, you I know. think
2: it's goldfish.
1: Yeah, how do we know that though? There was a study the other day that said that um, Harvard did a study about dogs sleeping and them dreaming about their owners and they think they're they're like dogs dream about their owner owners and I'm like how do you know that yeah like what? I mean I
2: would like to think that's the case because like sweet dreams, but
1: <laughs> but like also like how are you can conf- I need to know how you're confirming yeah like
2: people to talk to the- like is there an actual Dr. Doolittle and we just like yeah don't know are you holding so that back sound crazy to people yeah. Because like I want to meet that person.
1: Oh no, a hundred percent. Like if you can talk to my dog, then we need to discuss relations immediately. And
2: I'm not talking about like dog whisperers. I mean like Doctor Doolittle. Like yeah, where are you at?
1: Yeah, and it, or if you can like get pictures of their mind, and that's how you are know. I, I just need to know how you know. Um, anyways, I digress. And can I sign up? So hard, but um, I thought that was really funny that. Jess, he was like basically saying that my wife would kill me, which, yeah, I would kill him too.
2: Yeah, with that, with that amount, I was thinking maybe like
1: five grand.
2: 25, which is still a lot. Yeah. But like, given what his paycheck is, you know, that's not crazy, but like 150 total. Yeah. She's like, look, I had plans for this and none of them included giving it back to the nfl so figure it
1: out Unwell, like she's like i i mean i don't want to say what she wouldn't want to do with the money but that's a lot of of vacations boots that's a lot of um you know dog treats like there's a lot of things a you lot of do dogs with, think about it honestly a lot of dogs and cats like you could especially <laughs> on free adoption weekends like yeah you can do a lot of things with a hundred thousand dollars
2: yeah and like i have to imagine like we're you know We have a staff at the house. Like we have someone that's cleaning for us, you know? Yeah. Doing the landscaping. Yeah. We could be paying. This could go so many other places.
1: Literally do not.
2: Because the way that he was doing it so willy-nilly, like I don't give a crap. And then now he's holding back. I'm like, this is not, this wasn't a you decision.
1: Yeah. (laughs) This was a, uh, the boss at home had some issues. Big Jess. Um, She
2: said, nah dog. She
1: said, nah dog, we ain't down with that. (laughs) So anyways, um, I did want to get your main thoughts from OTAs? I know you've kind of done a little bit of your your research takeaways, um, things that you're looking at.
2: If you don't follow Patrick Nosi Walker, like I don't know what you're doing. Literally that (laughs) actual question. Um, John Machota always has good insights too, but I really um, went in and read through uh, Patrick's stuff this week for just some of the, the takeaways. So he wrote a great article about it. I'm just really letting you know what his insights were. Um, And I did go back and watch some of the videos that were taken and all that good stuff. But um, I think everyone's been kind of curious what Deuce Vaughn's role could potentially be, Yeah, you know, just considering the filled out uh, running back core, like, would he be giving Turpin a run for his money for, you know, returns or whatever. And it doesn't seem to be that way. um, From what he has deduced the way they're using him in, you know, this is early on, but in these practices is, He's looking to be more of a gadget back. So that makes sense. It does. Like, and he's, obviously he's aware he's smaller. Like we don't have to keep saying it, Yeah. (laughs) but like just being able to use him for, you know, they they talk about how they're going to utilize a running game a lot more this year. So just to like have more ways to utilize that whole core is going to be kind of clutch going forward. So I like that. Yeah,
1: that's good. I mean, honestly, like, I think there's been a lot of eyes on the backfield. Um, You know, we love, that was the sweetheart story of the draft. Um, For sure. But I do feel like, especially with, you know, the departure of Ezekiel Elliott, there is.
2: I'm still like in denial. I haven't reached the correct phase yet.
1: (laughs) Yeah. There's just like, I just feel like we're in a position where, I don't know, like I, people are, are, they're confident in Pollard, obviously but no one's going to complain about having extra utility uh, back there and especially again with with there being some change ups in the regards of personnel and all of that so um i it, it makes sense due to his size um you know i don't expect to see a ton of stuff from him but it's kind of fun either way to see you know what they're doing
2: you know what far. if he just balls out I'll live life, but if we get to see him a little bit, I'll still be happy for him. It's
1: just such a great name, too. Like it really is, dude. Like, but if you think about it, like when you named your child Deuce, it could only go one of two. I don't know. I'm telling you, like it. But when when you did that, you either knew you were, you were, you were setting your child up for the ultimate like success, just to be like a total boss, or they were either going to be a total lame.
2: Like the- I'm just assuming, yeah, okay. That's this is what I thought. His name is Christopher von the Second, aka Deuce. This makes all the sense. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I like that. I like that better than what? If, that is that usually what people that are the second are called? I feel like Deuce. Yeah, no, Junior maybe. Yeah, I, mean. I
1: feel like it's like Junior, Junior.
2: Because like what third is tri- when you hear a third, you're called Trip, and when you're or tray, you're, Or Trey. Oh and you're I think the worst one, the worst offender is like when you're a fourth, they'd call you four. And I don't like that.
1: I did not know that was a thing. Yeah. And also like, not to talk poorly about family names, but like you really don't have any other ones to use. You gotta keep we gotta keep reinventing the wheel. I mean four times.
2: I'm (laughs) the thing is I feel like Chris Vaughn is a great dude. So like yeah carry that on but some of you guys don't need deuces in your life
1: Chris Vaughn the 12th (laughs) like when does it end
2: and what do you call them
1: yeah (laughs) like Chris Vaughn the 16th would uh like to have a word that's just I don't know like I feel like we like tap out there needs to be yeah like
2: are you the I it's giving like I think I'm royalty which no I didn't
1: say it but you know
2: some of you need to check your ego I'm not speaking of Chris here I am speaking of you know some of you out there
1: I actually am now officially interested to know what is like the uh, like the Guinness World World Book of Records or whatever how
2: far our name's gone
1: I need to know
2: yeah that's a great question
1: it's in 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 inquiring minds (laughs) all right um moving on let's stay in the backfield because tony pollard obviously is the main man's back there um and rb1 rb1 like this is we have fully ascended into rb1 territory coming i mean it's it's been a cool thing to watch for you know we all know that
2: yeah, no, I completely agree. I think the thing that makes me so nervous, and this is not based on Tony himself, it's just based on our track record with people returning from injury. Yeah, um, I'm scared.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, like you're not wrong, and it 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 was a broken leg is a big deal, <laughs> and I love our training staff, and like I think that the doctors and training trainers are some of the best that. In the league, and they are very widely recognized as being as such. But like at the same time, a traumatic injury is a traumatic injury. We all notice differences in Dak, whether or not we want to admit it. When he's you know dealing with like his foot, you talk about Michael Gallup not being in the same position that they were hoping he would be. Like it is your body takes wear and tear, especially when it's something to that degree of an injury that's serious, and it's going to impact you. And now that he is the main man. You're like, uh, bro, I hope you actually are good because like, we need you.
2: Well, and it's, I'm trying not to let like the, you know, the DAC return, which was, you know, it was a little slower than we anticipated. And like, again, traumatic injuries, like we should set our expectations, like, correctly. And like Gallup, for example, I think is a good one because like, yeah, he was, well, he came back late, he, but he was like, good to go for all intents and purposes. But we know that he really wasn't. Yeah. Um. And, and it's not necessarily that he wasn't physically ready. He was like, was he mentally ready too? there's a whole lot of stuff that goes into that. I'm trying not to look at Tony Pollard with those eyes, but it's hard not to.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, like it's fair, but then I feel like on the flip side, like playing devil's advocate, it seems as though Michael Gallup is, you know, getting back to his pre-injury form. Yes. Um, and and that is something that is to be excited about because we all know that wide receiver is a place of need for this team.
2: It sure is.
1: And they need to be fixing it sooner rather than later. And so it's like really, really refreshing that we are in a position now where people are like taking notice of the fact that Gallup looks good. And I'll take that. Like I will stack that little victory because, you know, I I just, I, first of all, you can't help but root for him as a person. (laughs) Like he's just a wonderful human being. Um, but at the same time, like you really wanted him to do well based off of the contract and, and and where they put their money in him and wanting him to be able to succeed. So when it didn't really quite work out, like they wanted it to last year, you start to wonder, okay, like, does he actually have juice left in the tank? Like, is this something we should have actually, you know, considered? Or is he able to be what we need him to be? So it's really refreshing to hear that at least early, early, early signs are pointing in the
0: right direction. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team
2: he looks like he's thinking less and trusting his body again. I love that. That's a great thing to hear. Also, like, uh, I believe it was Mishota was saying that the the routes between Gallup and Dapper looking crisp.
1: Crispy. Crispy I was, like, routes. I crisp
2: routes. I like it.
1: We love crispy routes. But also, like, I think mm-hmm. that's a really great point that you just brought up about how, like, with Patrick's talking about, it's easy to see that he's, you know, not having to think as much which I feel like is showing you that he's at a place where he's feels like he's truly in recovery, you know, like where you, you let the the physical aspect of the game, like take over, like your, your body has done so many reps that your mind doesn't have to, you know, think as much. Yeah. And that's, that to me is exciting to hear. And that's a, that's a great assessment and I hope it stands true.
2: Yeah. I, nothing more that i want than for galop to be right again because when he is right it is so fun to watch that guy
1: yeah and again like it's just it makes it that much sweeter that he's like a good human being so it makes him easy to root for 100 100
2: i think another thing like to that like wide receiver core it's apparently turpin and this is kind of what we expected and wanted from him yeah but he's taking more offensive reps instead of just focusing on yeah special teams we love to see that hey the more weapons I can utilize the better like I want to have a Swiss army knife offense yeah and I if this little um tool comes out from the side and that can be turban I'm down. I'm he's like,
1: right he's like, listen, y'all thought I was a pocket knife, but I'm actually a bowie knife. <laughs> so like recognize. But a wash out. I mean, I love this. It's a natural progression for guys that are skilled players to be rotated in and kind of earn their keep via special teams. Um, you know, I feel like speaking of sweethearts of the team, like Turpin had to have been that. At least he was for like a lot of the people in the media that I'm friends with. Like he yeah. was just constantly on the tip of their tongues. So like I
2: we're just waiting for this man to go off.
1: Literally, they're like, it's it's the Turpin
2: game. Like, I'm going to sneak into existence. I don't know how many times I was like, he's going to go all the way back this time. Mm-hmm. Every game. And I was like, eh, it still hasn't happened.
1: It's <laughs> okay, though, because now he's going to, like, have the role to really, truly make the impact that I feel like he personally feels like he can to the table. And I think <laughs> that everyone else believes in him. And it's, you know, you earn the respect and now it's time to, like, make stuff happen. So, like, let's go, baby.
2: With him, I can that like is totally it. Like, he has really earned the respect on the team, and like to see him progress is great. I think one that I find interesting is that it seems as though Kelvin Joseph may be dipping his toe into other position groups. Really? Um, that is actually Pat, Patrick didn't note that one, but I certainly uh, looked around and I was like, holy cannoli because he's been practicing at um safety and i believe at a gosh i have it written down here he's at safety and nickel really yeah so the fact obviously like he may not be the perfect fit for a cornerback but for whatever reason dan quinn sees something in this kid yeah and he's like well if we can't make you fit here if you're not working with this core like maybe we like adjust you and you saw him do that with Israel um and like you know maybe it works out for Kelvin
1: yeah i mean i'm most certainly open to it i feel like if anyone can do that it's going to be you know Dan Quinn nickel is really truly i feel like the new base defense anyways and so to have someone who can be utility or, or slide over. Like that makes sense to me. Um, I'm, I I think it's a fun storyline to watch and I think you'll, you'll be able to get a better idea. Like OTAs is so, so new and fresh and they're just getting to the point where they're like, okay, like, let's just move some of these pieces around, like chess pieces. Like we got some new freshies in here. We got some, you know, oldies that we need to kind of figure out how we want to play those cards. And then, you know, OTAs really isn't going to be the time where I'm like, oh, this is happening. But at the same time,
0: official, but we're
2: going to play around.
1: It's a safe space to be able to try some things. And apparently, Bobby Belt's the one who's been, you know, tooting that horn. And I respect the hell out of his sources. And so I think this is definitely something that everyone should find uh, very
2: intriguing. Yeah. Because like everyone's like, oh, they're just going to cut him. And obviously that's not happening. And Dan Quinn has been like trying to make this work. Yes. Because that was a guy that he like did like pound the table a little bit for. So he's like, I'm going to prove to you that I can make like that. This was a good decision. Right. It's going to take me a minute, but I will find the perfect spot for him. Or he's at least going to try. Yeah. And we'll see how it works out.
1: Uh, fingers
2: Fingers
1: crossed. I would say. Um, what else in terms of,
2: I-, I think the other, the other one big thing that like, I thought was interesting was that Mozzie Smith, I think that's, you know, first round draft pick. everyone's kind of keeping their eye out, like seeing how he's going to do. Yeah. And they're, they've been double teaming him in these practices and he's been, you know, up for the challenge.
1: I just love that name so much. Yeah. Mozzie Smith.
2: Wasn't it? What was the um, Dave was like talking about how he can't stop thinking about that like language app from like back in the day. It was called Mozzie. Oh, really? And it was like this big giant like monster guy.
1: Oh, I have no idea. But Kent Garrison and I can't stop mm-hmm. talking about Mozzie Star, which is like, oh, cool. or, yeah, like it's like this like obvious like old school band and it reminds me of Woodstock. Like I was like vibing so hard to them when I was in Woodstock a couple years ago. And yeah, so of course, like
2: leave it to you two to bring out the music reference. Oh, a (laughs) hundred percent. Like this, like niche,
1: you know, little reference. And I was like, Mozzie star.
2: (laughs) Of course. I mean, and he's Mozzie, and he's going to have a star. I'm telling you it's, it's worlds colliding people.
1: It honestly does write itself. But
2: like the fact that he's, you know, up for the challenge for that, like, and we'll see how that progresses too. But like, he's such a big guy and then you're going to have him next to other big boy Hankins. And like, that's just going to be such a fun, little dink and dunk to have over there (laughs) that i'm excited about
1: speaking of dink and dunk uh i love this stephen a smith always (laughs) has he cannot get the dallas cowboys out of his mouth
2: i was like looking for you know like stuff for us to chat about i was like i just turned on my tv and i was i'd obviously been watching the stars from last night yeah and it was so
1: stars and
2: they didn't lose in overtime i just need to make
1: sure you guys know that i literally gave up on them last night and i was like i'm not even watching the end of this game i'm going downstairs and then, it's like
2: when they go to overtime it's usually not good l's.
1: it's we take a lot of the l's and meg texts me she goes what did you say to me then? i was like
2: it turns out they won and then you were like you thought that i meant that like <laughs> the the Vegas? Nice one yeah and i was like no 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 <laughs> you like those end efforts and i was like well the mfers were the ones that won but they are still mfers so i agree with you. yeah um but <laughs> regardless so when i turned on my tv today the, i still had on espn and look who was on the television but look who did. it was steven smith talking trash about Dak prescott the second i turned on my tv rocking wild <laughs> he literally that
1: man i'm telling you like i would love to get an audit of his scripts for the year about like what his talking points are it's like he's like I feel like it's It's a lot of cowboys a lot of cowboys like if I had to bet on the on the ratio the full ratio of content for him it's like gotta be like 90 10 cowboys yeah like he might as well be like you know I Dak was wearing a purple shirt and I effing hate purple (laughs) he was like he looks dumb purple's a bad color you know or purple's offensive or whatever he decides to say yeah that's like that's where he's at
2: He, he loves, I mean, I'm not even going to get into it too much. Like on his, like the jabs he was making, I was like, those don't even make sense, but Oh yeah. Um, but the the topic they were talking about was Dak Prescott (laughs) said there are some, uh, he was talking about the Mike McCarthy offense or whatever, and like how his thoughts on it. And he said, there are going to be some changes. It's not like we're going to throw away our playbook. And he called him, he said, He's the most useless quote in football. And like, while he (laughs) takes one to no one, my guy. Right. But while he, okay, here's the though. While I don't agree with him ever. And I didn't agree with his full take on this. He's not wrong because Dak doesn't, he's not your spicy quote guy. Like he is going to, he's like very media trained. He's going to lock the line. So like, what do you expect him to say? It was essentially what his point was. He was a lot more crass in it um in a rude way about it. Yeah. And I don't hold that belief. But like it is one of those things where like what do you expect Dak to say? Like Dak is always going to he's very media trained. He's going to say like yes. he's always going to say the right thing. Like what do you want him to say? His like, his offense is trash. Yeah. Like it's no offense to this man, but he's not Devontae Adams. So oh Devonte Adams will tell you what he thinks. And it,
1: it's not always a good thing.
2: <laughs> it's not right now, but at least he's saying that he likes that he's able to have an open dialogue with the Raiders. So, like, take that for what you will. But he did talk trash on them. So, it's like, he's not going to have that kind of quote ever. No. So, he, I get your point but I was just
1: like he's going to be rah-rah kumbaya yeah. i take accountability uh he's gonna on, be like
2: on to the next one literally that things. like what do you what what do you want him to say
1: there's a rotation of like 10 sayings that all media trained uh superstars use and and he is he subscribes to those theories
2: it's like i think steven wants him to like be like we were trash sometimes yep. and it's like It's just not, he's not, he's a motivational guy. He's not going to sit there and disparage his teammates. Like he might say that he was not good, Yeah. but like, he's never going to talk poorly about other people in his locker room. And that's why he has a good locker room. So it's almost like, I get what, I totally got what he was saying on to the note of like, he's not a good quote. Right. But like, that's almost the best part.
1: Yeah. Like (laughs) chill my guy.
2: Yeah. And he's never going to chill though. So but that's why he gets talked about, he Mr. it.
1: He just likes to just do whatever he can to the screw the Cowboys. Biggest
2: troll.
1: He's like, if it's into all screw- screwing the Cowboys, I'm I'm on board.
2: Yeah, hundred um, percent.
1: Speaking of, it screwing- was just
2: funny that I was like literally looking at you're like, of course, and I was like, none other than this topic right on the screen.
1: You can so, always count on our guy Steve.
2: the like, oh, Lord.
1: Uh, speaking of getting screwed, uh, the Cowboys always find a way to you know have some interesting schedule scheduling by the league and the league meetings just came out and the owners ruled in favor of flexing uh Thursday night games if need be well all of that is well and good except for the fact that that could then put the Cowboys in a position if they flex the Seattle Seahawks Seahawks the Seahawks
2: oh oh, you're talking about that Seattle Seahawks oh that's real nice there you watch a little too much hacking on the television now (laughs)
1: Hey. <laughs> My God! Or I'm hanging out with you, and it's like the northern.
2: I do slip up, huh?
1: I do slip up and have a have a bit of an accent sometimes. The Seahawks <laughs> game could potentially be flexed, which would give the Cowboys three less days to prep for a game, and we all know that would be terrible.
2: And honestly, now that they've put that out there, it's gonna happen.
1: <laughs> I aren't truly though. It's like it's like if it can, it will. And I'm like, can we not?
2: yeah like I wish you just would have kept that to themselves
1: my my boyfriend actually I think it's he loves me so much but Such I a great guy. this is one of the things that he like he gets like peeved about because I'm I become superstitious AF like and I blame the Becum- cowboys I know I just in general <laughs> I since am he's
2: known you yeah I know
1: I'm literally like I'm like don't say it and he's like it doesn't mean it's gonna happen I'm like don't even
2: say do well, not Dad, say he, it him and Dave should get together and talk because like they're yeah. both that way yeah
1: he's like it's not real he's like, like
2: just because you wear that shirt doesn't mean something's gonna happen I was like mm, it and watched it happen so like what what now it doesn't
1: doesn't not <laughs> mean like, it's, it's gonna to happen to
2: the shirt and I'm like you can't tell me it's not
1: I'm telling you this team this, team this, this team this league this league this week um I am superstitious as hell now and yeah as a human being and by by now I mean the last 12 years since I've been following this team but still
2: yeah like if you want to talk about the downfall of Brett Maher it's Kelsey's fault because she didn't wear the jersey that she was given
1: it is and if we if like I'm I am I mean, who I am it's the only jersey I've ever owned and the man gets cut <laughs> he gets cut like, what do you mean? I I'm telling you guys, like this is real. <laughs> this it I I'm a curse.
2: Yeah, so it's all her fault. I'm, so if you want to direct some of your anger, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> you can just <laughs> slide into my DMs.
2: You can. We'll we'll giggle about it.
1: Or like... don't. Please don't. Dear God.
2: I can't. T- I can't take it
1: anymore. All right. Well, speaking of taking it anymore, um, that's that's gonna go in a weird direction. Yeah,
2: I was about to say, where are you done
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with this show. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Shut <laughs> dog out. <laughs> we're done. We are done, um, guys. Thanks much for coming to hang out with us. We really do enjoy spending time with you. Oops, I just broke this earring. Um. We Bye. hope you have a great um holiday weekend. Be safe. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. Don't forget what the reason of the season is. And um make sure you are subscribed to Blogging the blog and the boys podcast when we you get your podcast that's Spotify, Apple, iTunes, or Stitcher. Also come hang out with Megan and I on social media. We are so fascinating to follow. I cannot emphasize enough. I tweet like negative times right now, but Megan still holds it down on the Twitter. You can still come hang out with me as we stare off into the silent abyss.
2: I made her watch Vanderpump Rules the other day. It was fascinating.
1: I really okay. did. It was great. My Twitter, though, is Kelsey underscore Charles. I'm also on Instagram at hey Kelsey Charles And Megan is...
2: At Meg Murray with four R's on Instagram and Twitter.
1: Um, There's some things that, you know, speaking of sea hacks and birds, <laughs> we just need to make sure that you guys are well aware of where we stand on the situation. So, Megan, leave the good people with the most important thing.
2: Well, Dallas forever, Philly for never, huh?
1: Ha, hacks. Goodbye. Okay, bye.